Hello everyone, welcome to The Freezing Nomad. This episode is a special bonus episode, because today I'm going to talk about the time Blizzard Entertainment themselves came over to Medieval Times, and we changed the show completely just for them. Specialized and everything. So I'm not going to go into too many details about that on this episode, uh, you know, just for obvious reasons, but I'm going to discuss the things that are out there in the wild, on the internet, like if you type in Blizzard in Medieval Times, it's there. So sit back, relax, and enjoy my fanboyism. There were three different instances when Blizzard came down to Medieval Times, one in 2014, 2016, and most recently 2017. I'm going to talk about the 2017 because that was the one I was most involved in, and I think it was the most fun for me. And there is a Twitter thread by Ondang on there, which I just believe embodies the excitement that everybody was feeling that day. So let's talk about that one. Well, about that year. So 2017. 2016 was still kind of shaky for me with Medieval Times. You know, I, I, I really wanted to be involved with the Blizzard show. And I was in a very small way. I got to check people in. Yay. <laughs> no, really, that was super exciting for me. Uh, I mean, I got to meet people and, and, and talk with some, well, chat with some Blizzard employees. I didn't get to, like, to sit down and have a full-on conversation with them because, you know, they want to get into the show. But it's a different feeling when Blizzard comes to your establishment. You know, it's, it's not just regular people. It's, it's a bunch of nerds, you know. It, it's like your people. It, I don't really feel like I fit in in a lot of places, but when I saw all these people wearing like Overwatch shirts and Heroes of the Storm and Warcraft tattoos and backpacks and hats and just having like big smiles on their face and just still talking about their games, I felt like I belonged. And I know that entire day I had a huge smile on my face. So I can see why they put me out there checking people. You know, they thought that'd be cool for me. But in 2017, I had a little bit more involvement which involved me going to the campus and just promoting the show, in a way. But, oh man, I, I don't even know where to begin because this is so th- this was so exciting for me. And going back to that point in time just really brings me back to a happier place and just makes me feel really cool, you know, really good. But when we we had to go down to their campus and that was so exciting for me we're in the big branded car the big suburban you know we're we're driving the freeway to irvine and i'm feeling like on cloud nine i'm like this is it yeah this is so exciting and i I had been on the campus before in major part and thank you to, to to benny that name may not mean a lot to you, but it means a lot to me and maybe some Blizzard employees. He's their uh, their events coordinator for their employees. Great guy. He previously had given me a tour on the campus and he showed me all the statues. He even brought me in his office. Um, he <laughs> he gave me a, he gave me two mugs, Hearthstone mugs. When uh, I think it was one of their expansions that came out, and he gave me 
this amazing drawing that Wei Wang did, and I, I have it, and I'll probably take a picture of it and post it later, just to make all y'all jealous. <laughs> but yeah, he's a great guy. So, oh, he also gave me a tour uh, when the uh, museum was Overwatch. Can't really talk about that, but yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I had to go back to the campus, and we were giving all the employees mock tickets. So they had these mock tickets to give to us when they came to the castle, because we, we had to make sure that it was all Blizzard employees and their friends and family. You know, they're, they're plus ones or they're plus twos. I, I don't remember their limit, but we had to make sure it was just them, of course, because it was a complete buyout, all three shows. Really big deal. Uh, so that day, <clears throat> I had posted a, a, a picture of the gate where it says Blizzard. And I posted, and I was like, today's going to be a good day. And that, for me, that blew up. It was like 60 likes. People were like, oh my gosh, I'm so jealous. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, you should be. Yeah, boy. <laughs> but it was super cool because we, we set up some canopies, and we met with Benny and his team and our team. And when the employees came out, because it, it was during their break, they all came up, and they were in line. They were uh, getting their tickets. All they had to do was give us their name. We had little tablets and cross it off. Uh, did I see any familiar faces? Heck yeah, I did. Heck freaking yeah. Lance Kimberlin, the guy who does coffee notes, he came out because he saw my post. He's like, hey, man. And I was like, Lance, oh, my God. Warm dude. Let me let me tell you this about this guy. This guy, he's like he's like a torn IRL like he everything that you would imagine a, 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 a gentle giant would be that's him <laughs> if, you, if you don't know who Lance Kimberlin is Lance Blizz Gamer on Twitter he's an amazing person who posts inspirational quotes every single day uh, on 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 Twitter and he he finds these quotes and he does little drawings and he sticks it on the community coffee pot at Blizzard and it gives it that little special flair one because it's a blizzard two it's because it's it's hand-picked quotes and three it's genuine so i really enjoy this guy so he comes out and he's like dude what i'm like oh man and he we take a picture together we shake hands and he's like hey you're gonna be my coffee notes today i was like what <laughs> yeah so there's there's a picture of me and him floating around when he uh and he, and he put me as his coffee notes so thanks lance um so yeah there was that and uh there was I, I saw saw Whammo and I believe oh I saw um, Arcane Ratzel I, I saw so many different people and it was it was so cool because we're all like geeking out and I'm in armor and they're at Blizzard they're employees and it was just like oh my gosh um, we had a trumpeter so he was like doing some trumpet blasts and I remember somebody tweeted at me and they're like oh I heard the trumpet blast on my way to D and D and I'm like that's so cool I don't get to play D and D at my job. <laughs> So it was just a really fun day for me because I'm like on cloud nine. I'm amongst my peers, you know. I'm 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 standing in my dream, and there's people that are around me who make me feel like I belong. So oh my god, I was just having such a blast. And I mean, so many different things also happened that day that I can't recall. But we also when we left, um, we had to go back like another day, and well, to get some props, you know we what blizzard wanted to do they wanted to set up some of their props from from man at arms at our location uh, if you're not familiar with man at arms they did like these really cool blizzard series where they made uh ashbringer doom hammer and the warglaive work yeah just it was just one warglaive warglaive of azanoth i mean it as the best as you can get it and okay man <sighs> this i i gotta take a moment 
because I'm relieving this moment. So we go back to the campus. We go upstairs to Benny's office, and we're just chit-chatting, you know, and I'm seeing all these offices, and not to invade anybody's privacy, but holy crap. If, if I, I want... I want their offices. <laughs> like, if I ever have an office job, I want it to look like that. You, you can just sit there and imagine what a Blizzard employee's office looks like. Just, just take a moment. Yeah, it looks just like that. <laughs> so, there it is. All the stuff that he wants us to bring. Just Ashbringer, Warglaive, Doomhammer. And he's just like picking it up. And Michael, my... Uh, one of the sales managers he was with me he's kind of a geek too but he's he's not too much of a blizzard fan he likes overwatch but that's about it um he doesn't know anything about warcraft lore and benny just hands him um what's it oh my gosh i'm gonna kick myself in the teeth for not remembering the axe what is it the oh my gosh i know it the one that grimash hellscream had oh my gosh why can't i remember Hang on, I'm going to remember this in a few seconds through the power of Google. <laughs> um, Hellscream Axe. What is it? What is it? Gorhal! There we go. I knew it was something Hal. <laughs> yeah, so he hands him Gorhal, and he's just like... Even the smile on his face. Like, he's not a Blizzard fan, but he was just like, yeah. And I'm like, yeah. And I look over at Benny, he's like, yeah. But he has Ashbringer in his hand, I'm like, whoa. And he's like, yeah. And then he hands me... Ash freaking bringer. I'm like, oh my god. And this 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 mofo was like 85 pounds. <laughs> it was heavy, dude. But it was I I was I was in, in, enamored. Like I'm like this is this is, this is a legendary Ashbringer and you just handed me that. And he's like, I don't know. <laughs> oh, but I mean of course I'm not gonna sit there and swing it around, but I felt empowered. I I was like I am a paladin of the light. To me, champion. That's like that's how I felt. <laughs> and we we had our other coworkers there, and uh, they they were holding the other props. But you know, but back to business. Carrying that stuff down downstairs, which was just, like really hard because <laughs> that crap is heavy. But yeah, so we get it back to the castle. We lock it up, and the next day we just start prepping. We uh, we put all the weapons in our armory on display. Uh, we, I think we had a special CD that they let us have so we can play some of their music in our Hall of Arms. I don't remember. But uh, at the time, we had a great <clears throat> sound sound guy who uh, who uh, made like a little mixtape of uh, like a, I think, I think Diva had just gotten released, I think, at the time. And that whole login screen, he ripped that and then he put that down and created a light show. So it was like the pre-show, and everybody was like, "Oh, yeah." Uh, he also on our big billboard. If you uh, if you search on that on Dang Twitter thread, he changed the billboard so it said Medieval Times and it had our times, but then it would get hacked, and then it would be Sombra's, it would be Sombra's icon. So that was like a little little teeny bit of an Easter egg, and it was throughout the castle. We have like different monitors, and it would switch and become hacked by Sombra. So that was like everybody's like little tease. Like nobody knew. Some people thought it would be the same exact show as last year. So you could see like people were just there to have a good time with their friends, but they saw Medivh walking around and they're like, 
oh, I remember you from last year. And the guy who was playing Medivh, I don't think he really understood Medivh's character, but he had his mannerisms, which was pretty cool. Like, you know, he just looked tall and mysterious and just scowling at people. Just like, hmm, I believe, you know. <laughs> and then we had um, Jaina walking around. Uh, she she had played Tracer previously uh, in, the, in the previous show. So she got to walk around as Jaina. And uh, she doesn't, she didn't really know Jaina's character too well other than Hearthstone. So she was just walking around making Hearthstone quotes. But it was great because people were still enjoying it. So that's all that matters. But that was our uh, little, little Easter egg because... Jaina was queen, I want to say, the first show, and then Medivh was chancellor for the second show. So it's kind of like our way of like, well, we don't normally have our showcast walk around, so let's let's give you a little bit of a little bit of an idea of what's gonna what might happen. <clears throat> so showtime. So here's what happens. Everybody's sitting down. Light show happens. Everybody's having a good time. You just see their hands bobbing up and down and i'm like super stoked i'm no i gotta i gotta pull back when i was checking people in when i was checking people in huh i saw um i saw what's his face what what is his name uh michael chu i saw michael chu and i was like we gotta get you to sit in the green section and i thought he would you know be like why but he just kind of looked at me and went huh Okay. <laughs> like, oh, man. This is because Genji was Green Knight that day. Like, it was just like a little bit of an inside joke. But um, I got to check in. What's her name? Lena, Lena Baczynski. She does animation for, uh, for Heroes of the Storm. And I asked her, and I was like, hey, you just worked on Stukov, didn't you? And she's like, yeah, how did you know that? I'm like, well, I'm a fan of you on Twitter. She's like, oh, my gosh, thank you. And I was like, okay. Do you care where you sit? She's like, well, I want to sit in the winning section. I was like, do you want to sit in a section that might or might not have a character from Heroes of the Storm? She's like, yes, I want to sit there. So I escorted her and her group to, to Tower. And I was like, can you please put this group in in blue? And they're like, yeah, sure, no problem. And she's like, okay, thanks. You know, and, you know, I just wave away and just like smiling in my head. I'm like, hey, <laughs> I just throw up my hands. I'm like, oh man, they're going to enjoy this. Uh, but yeah, I had a great time checking people in. Um, one guy recognized me from Reddit because when I was on campus, Michael took a great picture of me in front of the orc statue, just me like, yeah. And I posted that on Reddit and I, I put it on the wow Reddit and I said, I got to visit the Blizzard campus today. And it was cool because people, you know how Redditors are, they're kind of buttholes but they were nice like oh that's cool and then one employee came up to me he's like hey you're that guy on reddit huh and i was like reddit he's like yeah you were in front of the orc statue i'm like hey yeah unfortunately i didn't get his name <laughs> but if you're out there it was cool seeing you man <laughs> um but yeah i i had a great time checking in people and just talking there was this guy with a sick terial tattoo on his back calf i'm like dude that's a sick tattoo and he's like dude thanks and oh man anyways back to the show so everybody's like bobbing up their hands and having a good time and and then uh who 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 rides out then mccree rides out that was the big kind of like big oh my gosh ah because our mc was mccree who was uh william hainsworth so william hainsworth is our showcast manager at medieval times and he's a fantastic voice actor um, if you don't know this, and I love saying this every chance I get because it's so hilarious to me, 
he voices uh, Reyes, Mage Spear in Warcraft, Little Nightborn thing. And he also voices the paladin companion Maximilian of Northshire. <laughs> you know, the Don Quixote guy? Oh, man, he embodies him so perfectly. If you don't have a paladin, I recommend you... Well, it's almost BFA time anyway, so don't do not do that. But if you have a paladin, go get, go get Maximilian of Northshire. You won't regret it. But, yeah, so he rides out and people start going wild because, you know, he's got the McCree look. He's got the hat. He's got the armor, you know, and... He's, he's got the southern drawl, and people are like, oh, my God, McCree, I love you. And he's just, like, you know, looking around, having a good time. And then, uh, and then this whole sequence happens, and then Sombra comes out because McCree is just like, well, you know, what's going on? So the whole story is that Sombra hacked the Nexus, and I think in order for them, not, not to escape, but I don't remember, but, like, they're creating a team. And Sombra hacked whatever and created the Medieval Times map. And uh, she started putting in characters into the game that aren't supposed to be in the game or something of that nature. But it was just, it was a great time. Like, it was a great story. So Sombra comes out and people go nuts. Like, oh my gosh. Like, I, I, I don't think I've ever heard people cheer so loud. Like, they're just having such a great time. Phones come out. Jaws drop. They're like... Oh my god! Because the girl who was playing Sombra looks exactly like her. Like when she was in costume, like everything about her, like her mannerisms, the facial structure, everything. It also helps that she's a pretty great actress, and, a, and not an aspiring one. Like she's actually an actress. She's got credentials. So, <laughs> um, and and then jo- Johanna comes out. Another one of our, uh, our well now queens who was also in the Johanna was in the previous show. So that was kind of like Blizzard's Easter egg. Like, hey, you know, like we got two really strong female characters up on here. You know, let's make a great show. So that was, it was great. People were having a great time. And two ladies up there were just fantastic. They looked like they were exactly ripped from the game. So with our show, they have uh, the MC call out all the knights. So he starts calling them out all one by one. So we had... So what gets called first is blue, yellow, red, yellow, black, white, green, then red. So the first knight to be called out was Blue Knight. So he comes riding out. McCree goes up to the Blue Knight and starts, you know, giving like a small excerpt like he does for all our knights. I can't quote it. I don't remember it. It's a long one. And it was specially tailored. Whatever. But I'm sure you can find it out there somewhere. But he goes up and Stukov comes out. And I wish I could have seen... Uh, uh, Lena, Lena's face when when he came out because I'm sure she just like went like oh my god you know just freaked out. <laughs> but yeah, he comes out, crowd goes wild. Then uh, I think I think they did it a little bit differently. They didn't call Yellow Knight because there was like a special interaction that was going to happen. But then he calls out uh, Red Yellow, and it's I'm trying to think. Red Yellow was was Kerosene crowd goes wild i mean the guy who was playing kerosene he already has a big beard and he's bald think if you've seen vikings the show just think of a, a bald viking with a beard that's exactly what it looks like so he had the uh the i don't know what they're called the, the monk balls around his neck and he had the, the outfit and everything he had the cuffs so he looked like you know kerosene <laughs> you know the, the gods of utah <laughs> he looked like that dude black white comes out it's leoric um the guy who was playing him, very tall, had the crown, they gave him the wig, he had the face, everything. And he's he surprised me when he played the Orc both years. He played last, uh, previous year, and then in 2017. 
I didn't know that he was uh, familiar with Lorik. So when he fights, he he was dragging the mace around and shaking his head like the orc. I'm like, oh my god, yes. So I was so happy to see that. He calls out Green Knight as Genji. It wasn't the same Genji as the previous year. You look a little thickums. <laughs> but, he, you know, it was still cool. Calls out Red Knight and it's... Mm-hmm. Sarfang. And this was before, you know, BFA, before anything was talked about, uh, you know, at BlizzCon. At least I think. Yeah. Yeah. Legion was still in. So Sarfang comes out and crowd goes wild. Oh, yeah. That was another thing. I saw Lance at the check in and he's wearing a, a polo and it's got the little horde symbol. I was like, mm, we got to put you in Red Knight. We got to do it right now. And then Sarfang comes out and I see Lance. I got lucky with this one. He's sitting in row three and. Sarfang comes out. His his arms go up. Lance's arms just like, dude. He he like clenched his fist. You could see his his muscles bulging. He's like, yeah, for the horde. I'm like, yes, brother. <laughs> like, oh my god, it was so so cool to see that. And then Yellow Knight gets called out, and it's Blackthorn. Okay, I know I'm a Blizzard fan, but I'm not that old school. <laughs> So I wasn't too familiar with Blackthorn, but I knew of the game and I knew like of the whole he kills a lot of orcs thing. But when he got called out, I'm 100% sure that when uh, the excerpt was being said from the Yellow Knight section, you could hear Blackthorn! Like just everyone's like, huh? I'm 100% sure that was Death Lord. <laughs> like 205% sure. But yeah, and he, he comes out. So he goes to his section, and there's, like, a small, quick, like, uh, dispute, like, a scripted dispute between Saurfang and Blackthorn, because Blackthorn kills orcs, and they're just, like, mm, just staring each other down, and McCree's like, well, hold on, fellas, and uh, it, it was just, like, a cute little excerpt. So, the next part, Uther comes out. Okay. Let me tell you about this guy who's playing Uther. He is Uther. That's it. They, they they pulled out Uther from all the games. From, well, specifically Heroes of the Storm, the Goofy Uther. They pulled Goofy Uther out and threw him into our arena. That That's it. <laughs> Rand is a great guy. And he's he, he's he got the voice. He's like, ah, champion. And he just, he's so goofy. He plays with it so well. It's so casual. I wish if there is another movie, I hope that he gets casted as Uther. <laughs> He just, he, he cracks me up, you know? Um, and then, let's see, our quote-unquote villain was Tyrael, because the fight that Sombra is having isn't sanctioned and it's unjust, and also she hacked his wings. That was Blizzard's smart way of, you know, kind of getting around Tyrael's wings, like those big blue tendril-looking things. Obviously, we couldn't have that in the show, so that was Blizzard's way, like, oh, Sombra hacked his wing, so that's why he's mad, and he also wants to get justice for that as well. So, yeah, it was clever. Super, super clever. And it's great, you know, like, he goes off on a tangent, McCree's, like, up on the dais, you know, he's having, like, none of this, so he does dead eye, he shoots, him, he shoots down Tyrael, and it, they play the sound of the death. So great. But, yeah, it's, it's McCree ults Tyrael. And then another Easter egg that we had... <laughs> In the previous year, Arthas played the villain, and who was played by the guy who played Varian the first year, because Arthas is also his uh, favorite villain. 
So he he cosplayed Arthas, and it was like 100% legit. Like he had the LEDs in all the right places. He had the cape that looked all tattered. He, I don't think he had the helm. He had um, he had Arthas unhelmeted with like the wig and the contacts and the the, the paint to make him look all pale. Um, so yeah, he was he was the villain the previous year before this show I'm talking about, and and he lost. And he was the butt of all the jokes because he was the villain, and. And this year, they got a last-minute idea of of that guy dressing up as Arthas again and pooping and, and scooping up the poop. Because <laughs> we we have to have a designated pooper scooper because the horses are living things and you know they do have bodily functions. So we always have a knight or somebody to come in and scoop up the poop, and that was Arthas this year. <laughs> but yeah, it was incredible because everybody was just having a great time I, i'm sitting like on top of the bleachers you know making sure everything's going smooth and i'm looking around and just the smile on everybody's faces you know the phones are coming out everybody's like tweeting and talking to each other and just eating and just talking and smiling and this just the pure electric energy of everybody having a good time with so it, it was like a tsunami, like a, a, a tidal wave of happiness and, and euphoria because that, that's how it should be. That, that's how it should be working for Blizzard and being a Blizzard fan. Like it should just be fun because video games, video games are fun. And to see to see your creations being appreciated and your creations being like outside of the video game world is just, I, I can't imagine the feeling. I, I, I just can't. I, I only got a taste of it by seeing reactions. So it was an incredible time, you know, and it was so much fun for me too because I am a fan. And seeing the people who create these games that I enjoy every single day, seeing them have a great time at my job was was euphoric for me. Like, I, I, I can't even explain it. But yeah, that was just such a fun day. It was such a fun show. Like I, I want to do it all the time. I wish we could have a Blizzard show every single day. Now this isn't me saying like we're going to have one every single year. Like I'm not. This this isn't me as a representative of Medieval Times or Blizzard. Don't take it as that. This if you're looking for answers and you're like, oh, he's leaking stuff. No, no, no. I'm just talking about my experiences. But yeah, it was absolutely incredible so at the end you know i i noticed the drink name so i'm gonna, I'm gonna read these out to you so we had the sour fang it was a midori sour we had a stim pack which was a jack and coke a high noon which is jim bean sprite and grenadine and a lightning breath which was fireball and cranberry juice and the descriptions for them were hilarious blood and thunder and hint of melon jacked up and good to go it's high noon somewhere in the world and warning must endure 800 damage over four seconds like it's just, it's just so much fun oh yeah another little detail all the crowns said medieval times blizzard and how all the icons of their games <laughs> like and oh super cool let's see so yeah i mean there's not much else i can talk about that isn't already out there in the world but um at the end when i was you know checking people in for the last show or whatever and seeing people exit for what do you call it yeah seeing people exit for the show and then checking in people for the next show uh, i was at the podium and 
I, I, I mentioned this in another episode of my podcast, but none other than Christy Golden. She comes, she's walking out, and she's seeing, she sees me, and you know, she's got this big smile on her face, and she walks up to me, and she's like, "Oh my gosh, I just, I want to thank you guys so much for what you've done. I, I had an amazing time, and I, I, it was, it was so much fun, and I'm, I'm like in awe." Christy Golden had just gotten hired at Blizzard. And I love her books. <laughs> I used to read them during sustained silent reading in high school. They kept me going. Lord of the Clans, mm, one of my favorite books of all time. And now Before the Storm, just fantastic book. But, you know, this was before Before the Storm. And after she said that, I was just, I was like nodding my head. And I was like, Christy Golden, of course you're here. You just got hired at Blizzard. And she like kind of got taken aback a little bit you know still still smiling you know i i'm not dumb i can read a room and she's like how did you know that and i was like oh my gosh i'm so sorry i didn't mean to 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 offend you or anything or sound creepy like i'm just a fan she's like no no no, no. i that's extremely flattering like she didn't take offense to that and i i was like oh my thank, thank god thank god <laughs> but she was super sweet comes down and you know to say that to me so i can relay that message to everyone else and then later that day i found out that she got a picture with jaina <laughs> like there, there's nothing more poetic than that so it, it it was again it was just an incredible time if 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 you can take the time and check out this thread and you know just type into google blizzard medieval times you'll you'll see just a small taste of of just the pure joy and happiness that occurred that day and Man, if it were up to me, I I would make sure this happens at every BlizzCon. Again, not a representative of a Medieval Times. I'm just saying my personal thing. <laughs> but yeah, this this would happen at every BlizzCon in every year. <laughs> so if you have any questions, feel free to ask me, and I'll let you know if I can answer them or not. But uh, I just I had to get that out there because it, it's been on my mind, and it was around June last year is when they did this and june just passed so of course it was still big on big on my head right now but yeah that's gonna wrap it up for this episode this very special episode of the freezing nomad you can find me at twitter at perfect nomad you can find me on instagram at perfect underscore nomad so yeah thank you so much for listening i really appreciate it and i really hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed talking about it. Thanks guys and have a wonderful day.